Welcome to Stories Podcast. I'm your host, Amanda Weldon. Today's story is called The Blind Men and the Elephant, an adaptation of a traditional story written for you by Daniel Hines. Today, we'd like to say a special thank you to Thomas and James and their family from Jamestown, Rhode Island, Hazel and Phoebe and their family from Portland, Oregon, Lola, Nancy, and Josh and their family from Brooklyn, Shiloh, Theodore, and Elisha and the rest of the Mutz family from Tampa, Florida, George Adam and his family, Lavina and her family, Elsa and Cleo and their family, Lily and Max and the rest of the Dellendorf family from San Francisco, California, and Alora, Emil, and Maida and their family. Thank you so much, Maida, Emil, Alora, Max, Lily, Cleo, Elsa, Lavina, George Adam, Elisha, Theodore, Shiloh, Josh, Nancy, Lola, Phoebe, Hazel, James, and Thomas. You are part of what makes it possible for us to continue to produce fun new stories for our listeners. If you would like to support Stories Podcast, you can leave us a five-star review on iTunes or just tell a friend about us. You can also head over to patreon.com stories and make a monthly donation. For just $1 a month, you can listen to all of our new episodes and our entire back catalog ad-free. Now here's a word from our sponsors. Thanks! Enjoy the episode! The Blind Men and the Elephant Once upon a time in India, on the dusty fringe of a bustling city, five old men sat arguing. They were friends had been for all their lives, and arguing was their favorite pastime. It didn't much matter what they argued about. As long as there were two sides to take, they'd split up and fight over them. If one old man said it was going to rain, another would call him an old fool and say the sun would never be warmer. If one old man said red curry was best, another would call him an old fool and claim that green curry was tastier. They had names, but they never used them. They just called each other old man or old fool, depending on if they were on the same side of the argument or not. In truth, they were all about the same age, but that was just another thing they fought over. You're so old that your bones are basically dust. How do you not fall over? One old man would say to another. Bah! You're so old you're blind as a stone. You can't see your own nose in front of your face. And so on it would go. Of course, there was some truth to it. They were all blind, their vision failing them one by one over the years. It wasn't usually a hindrance for them. It didn't get in the way of their arguing, for instance. But on this one particular day, being blind caused a fight big as, well, big as an elephant. Make way, make way, called a booming female voice. I must see the grain merchant. Adra is a hungry lady. The old men heard a thunderous stomping and a strange wet trumpeting. No, Adra, said the voice again. You stay here. Elephants don't belong in the city. I'll be back soon. The old men heard the creak of a rope being tied off and then the footsteps of the elephant's owner heading into the city. Once she was gone, they began to speak to each other again. None of them had ever seen an elephant before. They had heard of them, of course, but only in recent years had they been brought this far north. They were all incredibly curious and agreed they'd like to know more. Of course, being blind, they couldn't see Adra, no matter how big she was. 
No, they had to rely on touch to understand how something looked. When they traced the shape of something with their hands, it was nearly as good as seeing, and they wanted desperately to know what an elephant looked like. All five got up and shuffled over to the elephant, reaching out with careful hands. She stood happily in the sun, content to let them pet her gently. Interesting, said the first old man. An elephant is like a snake, long and thick and hard to shake. I bet it wants to coil and squeeze me like a boil. Elephant, oh elephant, from an egg a snake I bet. And I don't need my sight, cause that's what an elephant looks like. He was holding the elephant's trunk, of course, and couldn't see the rest of the massive animal. What, are you crazy as well as blind and old? said the second old man. He was feeling the elephant's broad, flat side. An elephant is like a wall, broad as buildings, near as tall. The skin is tough like rubber, too. Thick and solid, through and through. Elephant, oh elephant, from the start a wall, I bet. And I don't need my sight, cause that's what an elephant looks like. Listen to you, said the third old man. He was embracing one of the elephant's hanging, wobbly ears. You're so old, your hands are as blind as your eyes. How can you say any of that? An elephant is like a sail, cotton thin and slightly frail. It spreads out like a quilt. Sure it is, most strangely built. Elephant, oh elephant, from the Luma sail I bet. And I don't need my sight, cause that's what an elephant looks like. I thought I was friends with wise old men, but they must have gone away when I wasn't looking, said the fourth old man. None of you are even close to the truth. Here, let me tell it to you. Listen close now. I know your old brains aren't what they used to be. An elephant is like a tree trunk, and you'll find it hard to debunk that they're big and round and planted in the ground. Elephant, oh elephant, from a seed a tree I bet, and I don't need my sight, cause that's what an elephant looks like. The last old man was laughing hard now. How can you all be so thick? Am I the only man of sense left in the world? He was holding the thin, hairy end of the elephant's tail. Let me tell you blind fools the truth of the matter. An elephant is like a paintbrush, willow slender with a faint plush bristle on the head. The colors for to spread. Elephant, oh elephant, first blush up brush I bet. And I don't need my sight, cause that's what an elephant looks like. That's wrong. No, you're wrong. No, you. They began to holler at each other, each holding their piece of the elephant and trying to tell the others how wrong they were. The shouting got louder. One of the old men pushed another and he fell into the dirt. Two others were wrestling blindly, stumbling and pushing and pulling until they tripped over the one in the dirt and also went sprawling. The other two screamed at one another, faces so close they could taste each other's breath. Adra began to stamp and bellow and trumpet, adding to the madness. What in the world are you all doing? It was the same feminine voice as before, Adra the elephant's owner. You're scaring my poor girl. What is wrong with you? Old men shouldn't behave like children in the streets. 
The old men stopped, embarrassed. They climbed to their feet and dusted themselves off, still grumbling complaints about one another under their breath. Nothing to say for yourselves? You frightened poor Adra half to death. She went to the elephant's face and whispered soothing words, petting her gently. In short order, the big girl was calmed and once more standing happily in the sun. It wasn't my fault, said one of the old men. I was explaining how an elephant is like a snake and they wouldn't listen. No, it's like a wall. No, it's a sail. No, it's a tree trunk. No, it's a paintbrush. They started hollering again and each one went back to the elephant, taking up the part they had before and trying to demonstrate how they were right. They were interrupted by the laughing. It started confused and then grew and grew until Adra's owner was howling and crying on the ground, laughing so hard she could no longer stand. What is wrong with you to laugh at your elders? An old man cried. What is wrong with you to be so stubborn? She replied, standing up and dusting herself off. Tears of laughter still shone on her cheeks. You are all right, and you are also all very, very wrong. What do you mean wrong? Called the old man holding the elephant's trunk. You think I can't trust my own hands? This is a snake if I've ever felt one. Bah, said the one holding the foot. It's a tree trunk, thick and round and sturdy. How can you confuse a trunk and a snake? They started to argue again, but Adra's owner stopped them before it could get out of hand again. Wait, wait, I have an idea. Why don't you all switch places? Take turns at each spot and let me know what you think. They argued and grumbled, but they tried it. One by one, they touched each part of the elephant, and as they did, their scowls turned to embarrassed smiles. You see? she asked, and they all nodded sheepishly. It's easy to take what's right in front of you and think you know it all, but everyone has a different point of view. It's only when you look at it from every angle that you get the whole picture. The old men nodded slowly, agreeing. Say, said one. Any chance you're secretly an old man? You're very wise. She laughed again and took up Adra's rope. Nope, I'm a young girl. I'm only eleven, actually. Eleven, one of the old men said, slapping his knee. Eleven and wiser than the pack of us. Bah, said another. I was wiser at eleven. Wiser than a dung pile, maybe, said another. And then they were arguing again. But this time it was the friendly arguing they were used to, and the girl smiled to hear it. She was still smiling when she led Adra away, the pair making their way happily home down the sun-drenched roads of old India. The End Today's story, The Blind Men and the Elephant, was an adaptation of a traditional story written for you by Daniel Hines and performed for you by me, Amanda Weldon, with a song by us both. If you would like to support Stories Podcast, you can leave us a five-star review on iTunes, make a monthly donation at patreon.com stories, or simply tell your friends about us. Thanks for listening!